Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day you're in. Sure to appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time and energy, effort. I will try and use it wisely. Hopefully it gives y'all some tools to add to your tool bag, as we say in the Marine Corps. And hopefully it makes your day pass just a little bit better. I'm certainly grateful that you're here. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for that. I'm very grateful for it. Homestead, not a lot. We did manage to get quite a few eggs, which is kind of shocking considering how cold it turned off. But I'm not going to complain. I'm very grateful for the eggs from the chickens. If you have a chance, folks, uh, I won't go down this path too long, I promise. But if you've got any space at all and you can grow any of your own food, even if it's just a windowsill box and you put some tomatoes and peppers in there. But if you've got any space at all, just a little space, it doesn't take a whole lot, grow something. Grow some of your own food. Help your children or have your children help. Uh, And if you've got space for chickens or or something like that, I cannot recommend that enough, folks. I think it's going to become more and more important to begin with. But it just it kind of ties you back to the land. It gives you a sense of belonging that you don't have when you aren't digging in the dirt, basically, feeding animals, growing a garden. It's just it's a phenomenal way to strengthen our family ties and our ties to this land and and to give you a little bit of security, even if it's just a little bit. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it. Be with them and their families. Guide us, Lord. Bless us. Surround us with your angels. Thank you for all of the many blessings you have bestowed upon us. Forgive us our sins from our pride and arrogance to selfishness, conceit, cowardice for not believing you more, not trusting you more fully. Help us to help those that have less than we do. Help us to take care of the poor and needy, the widow and the orphan, those who are out in the cold. Help us to care for our veterans who are homeless and disabled. And the same for our police and our firefighters, those who risk so much for us. Guide us in all that we do. Guide our nation back to you. Be with our leaders. And guide my words here, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Epic times, every once in a while, maybe once every few weeks or so, I uh, 
go through and read a little bit. It's a great newspaper. If you don't have a subscription and you're looking for a newspaper subscription, highly recommend it. It is for sure the best one that I've found in recent years. Doesn't mean there's not a better one out there, folks, but it's the best one that I have tried of a few in recent years. And I'm going to go through and just read a few quotes here and there. We'll just Let's just take a little look at the state of our nation today. And if we have time, I want to tie up one other loose end uh, from a couple podcasts ago. We'll see. New USA boxing rule allows men to fight women. This is an article by Naveen Athropoli. If I said that right, if not, I apologize. Uh, just a couple lines. It's interesting. So women's boxing star, Abane Bridges, called the new rules, quote, wrong on so many levels, end quote. My grandmother went to college at a time when women weren't allowed to play sports. As far as I know at all, but if so, with only the rarest of exceptions. And she fought really hard for that. Loved tennis, taught me tennis. I cannot, and yet that never, as far as I saw growing up, and what I hear from my parents and others that knew her, that never superseded her faith or her relationship with her husband or her family. And I can't imagine that she would even be remotely pleased with where so-called feminism is today. I know she wouldn't. I don't even, I don't even have to ask that or think about that. The reason I, I laid that out is because they're, they're somewhere along the way, right, and, and hers was almost 100 years ago, there's been a break in, in the so-called fight for equality. And it's not, it's not a fight for equality. God made men and women equally value, valuable, but with different roles, right? But it turned into a fight for being the same. And it's interesting to see you've got the same now. You have the same. You wanted to be the same, and now you're the same. You have men competing against you in sports. That's what you wanted. You wanted to be treated like men. Well, here you go. You wanted to go out and compete in physical sports and, and do what the boys do and do what the men do. Well, here you go. And so there's a part of me that has a little bit of trouble finding too much sympathy for this. But there's another part of me that goes, you've got to be out of your mind that you're going to put a man in a boxing ring with a woman just because that man pretends that he's a woman. This is some more of this star's quote. It's bad enough having trans women breaking records in other sports like track and field, swimming and powerlifting, but it's a bit different to them breaking our skulls in combat sports where the aim is to hurt you, not just break a record. USA Boxing is going to allow men to compete against women. 
awful kind of them. Non-detained illegal immigrants in the U.S. surpasses 6 million as border crisis persists. I don't have the title or the author of this article right in front of me right now. Fiscal year 2023, there were 169 people whose names appear on the terrorist watch list who were arrested after illegally crossing the southern border. Do you think they got them all? These aren't people, folks, that just maybe want to do damage. These are people that want to do damage. And we got 169 of them. It didn't even take a quarter of that to execute 9-11. And if you think we caught all of them, you're dreaming. Same article, Mexican military seized nearly a dozen improvised explosive devices, IEDs, near the border. This is something I have a little bit of experience with from being overseas. I'm trying to find the author. Yeah, there we go. Tom Ozemek. Tom Ozemek. We're being flooded with criminals, folks. I mean, that's just every single one is a criminal. And then a number of those criminals also happen to be terrorists. And if you think for a second that the Chinese aren't sneaking some in too, don't be fooled. The IEDs, it's pretty nasty, folks. That, that's a weapon made to kill people. That's the sole purpose. There's no, no secondary, <coughs> excuse me, goal there. Oh, this one, this one will make you smile. Millions of IRS collection notices sent out. This is also <laughs> continued from the first page. I got to go back and look. Jack Phillips, Jack Phillips. Uh, the reason I, I didn't line any quotes out from this, that was the title of it. There's two comments here. Well, let me read one more statistic. This is from a different, it's not from this, but $5 billion, right? $5 billion. Mayors of a handful of sanctuary cities have appealed for $5 billion in federal tax dollars to help them bear the crushing costs associated with the influx of illegal immigrants into their communities. So people that wanted sanctuary cities are now asking for $5 billion in our tax dollars, right? So here are the thoughts just from this title. One, people who don't pay taxes in the United States still get to vote. So you go out and you work and you pay your taxes. And at the end of the day, somebody that doesn't pay taxes gets the same amount of power over that money that you have. That's not moral. And we wouldn't do it. 
you, you wouldn't you go back to the classroom example. I did the classroom example for socialism and communism the other day, right? Where you like you average all the grades. Well, just do the same thing for this. If you had two students working on a project and one bought all the supplies, but then they were both supposed to decide, the other one got an equal say in, in what project they were going to do, right? Or maybe a little bit better analogy is one student took the test. Yeah, this is way better. One student took a test, right? The other student didn't take the test, but then they both get to vote on how to split up the grade. That's what's going on today. Our, our founders had to deal with taxation without representation. Today, we have representation without taxation. So you got two students in a classroom. They both take the, t or one takes the test and the other doesn't, but then they both get an equal vote on how to split up the grade between them. Or even even more, they get an equal vote on giving some of that grade away to other students in the class. I mean, you can take this analogy quite a ways. The second thing was illegals are flooding our country. They're coming in. You have citizens on the left that welcome them, that want them, that keep pulling them in. Right. They don't want them in their own communities. They don't want them in their homes. They're not open up their homes for them, but they're open up other people's communities. They want them in other people's states and communities and schools like in New York, where they kick the students out so they could house 2000 illegals. Right. So we're we're having these immigrants flood across into the country and yet we're chasing down citizens to make sure that we're squeezing every last bit of tax out of those American citizens. Embattled Harvard president Claudine Gay resigns. This is by Jackson Richmond and Bill Pan. The big deal here, folks, that, that struck me at a congressional hearing, Miss Gay was joined by Sally Cornbluff, the president of MIT, and Elizabeth Magle, University of Pennsylvania president. So you have these three major institutions in the United States, educational institutions, that are all in this congressional hearing about why they haven't stood up more against the calls for genocide from students on their campuses. That really the growing anti-Semitic fever, if you want to call it that. It's interesting that the, all three of these presidents of these colleges are what? They're women. And there's no it's undeniable when you look at the history of the last hundred years, folks, it's absolutely undeniable. You can't, if, if you're denying this, you don't know history. That the swing toward the left over the last hundred years has coincided. The increase in leftism, the direction of the United States, 
has coincided with an increase in women in authority. And, and you can really, if you know enough about the early part of the 20th century, British history and women's suffrage there, and then shortly followed a decade or two later by suffrage in the United States, and then the social welfare programs that were started, and this drift toward the left, you can see that connection there tied in with suffrage. if we have anything else here folks I thought I had one more but perhaps I don't no I guess that was it that I really wanted to go over so I'm going to tie this in tie this loose end up that I was talking about earlier real quick we talked about socialism uh, the starving time Jamestown colony a few podcasts ago and how poorly that turned out and one of the comments often by people that sadly some people that claim to be christian and a lot of people that don't know anything about christianity except reading through the bible briefly they claim that christianity is socialist communist right and they go back and there's there's a couple verses that they pull from particularly in the new testament they're both out of Acts, right? Chapter 2, verses 44 through 45, and chapter 4, verses 32 through 35. And they talk about the communal living of the early Christians. They shared everything. They brought all their money and goods together. And they gave it out as anyone had need, right? And so people look at these verses, and they use them to say, despite the mountain of evidence throughout the rest of the Bible, including Jesus' own teachings about individualism, they use this to promote or say that Christianity promotes socialism and communism. The problem is, when you go back and actually look at these verses, they're all voluntary. And, and this ties into our whole taxation system and welfare system today. There's nothing kind or caring by supporting the welfare state or by supporting illegal immigration today because you're not giving of yourself. You're taking from somebody else to give. If you want to open your house to an illegal immigrant, if you want to take your own money and give them food and clothing and water or the poor and the needy, those who can't find work or won't find work, that is your choice and between you and God. That's a relationship. That's that's the responsibility of the church, and the church really, we've abandoned that, right? But that's the responsibility of the church and the individual. But you have no right, and there's nothing, there's no benefit to you in taking from others to give. And our country wasn't set up that way because you de-incentivize, if that's a word, people working. There's, there's nothing about Christianity that's going to support the involuntary seizure of property or finances or anything else from some to give to others. 
God told us, Jesus Christ told us to care for the poor and the needy, the widow and the orphan. And we have a responsibility to do that, a requirement to do that. But you will never find one time where Jesus told his disciples or followers to do that by taking from others. At the tip of a spear, no less, or the end of a gun barrel. Never once. It has to be voluntary, folks. And the crazy thing is, the more you make it involuntary, the worse it gets for those people. And the more you make it voluntary, the more those people who need it are actually cared for in a community because those people in the community know best who really needs the help. God bless y'all. God bless your families, your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks.